Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. I'm Kyla. I edit this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we like all swapped bodies. It's a little, a little different. You know, I'm not, I'm not too, you know, used to this, but you know, we're friends, so I'm fine with it. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, you're not friends until you share each other's bodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think so. All right. I think we're ready to switch back though. I think I've learned a lot. Um yeah. I've grown a lot and I Hold on, let me just um, like stab loved myself. A lot. Hold on. This is a wonderful place to be. Hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. I you, the knife, you know, the knife that like switches all the bodies oh, back. Oh, yeah, you know? the knife. Here, I'll I got it now. My turn. Shink. All right. My turn. Ooh. Wow, that was something. Felt nice to be together a little bit. (laughs) And now we're all back in our own bodies. It's Marty. (laughs) It's Hannah. It's Kai. I think that was a successful bit, everyone. Congratulations. We did it. Good bit. (laughs) We watched Freaky. Yeah, we watched Freaky. Um... Which I'm, I'm so glad I wasn't mad. in Vince Vaughn's body. <laughs> right? I don't think I could handle being that tall. Like, I just wouldn't know what to do with myself. Uh, so, yeah. I kind of wish that they had called this movie Freaky Friday the 13th. That feels like a missed <gasps> opportunity. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they tried, but the I studios were like, I mean, it took like, place on Friday that. the 13th, so like... It did. So I really feel like I... someone somewhere did want to call it that. And it got yeah, and then well, it's like, like Wes Craven to... had to change the name of Scream because, like, it was also like a vaguely kind of reference or something. And the studio's like, you can't call it that. You gotta do something else. Yeah, mm. I mean, like Freaky Friday the Thirteenth is like two different franchises because one is Disney and then one is Friday the Thirteenth. I don't mm-hmm. know who owns them, but like they probably couldn't get either. away with that. But that's probably what it was. Like, their original idea was probably to call it that. Well, it's a brilliant title because it has the pitch in the name. It does. Like, you get everything you need to know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we watched Freaky. Um, It's a very new movie. Like, usually a lot of the ones we talk about are older, but uh, this movie came out, like, last year, I think. And it's by the director of Happy Death Day. And uh, Mm -hmm. we are very big fans of those movies, I would say. Yeah, really good ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Freaky is, as we said, it's basically a mashup between Freaky Friday and Friday the 13th, where our protagonist is a teenage girl who's a little bit nerdy, um, dealing with a tragic loss in her family, and she switches bodies with a serial killer. Who goes around trying to massacre high school students. And just, first of all, like, what a great concept. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Love it. Second of all, okay, Vince Vaughn was amazing in this movie. He was! I love the teenage girl, too. She she really milked every opportunity she got to be like a serial killer yeah it was she so did fun really to watch good. her do the stare like the just standing in a doorway glaring and smiling oh i loved i loved yes. that for her yeah 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 um because yeah oh, body sorry, swap is like a great trope <laughs> and i feel like 
this movie did it really well as opposed to maybe another very similar movie called The Hot Chick starring Rob Schneider that came out in the 90s Ugh. that sucked with Anna Ferris in it and Rob I've Schneider and it was bad. I literally and- never heard of that, but I also super <sighs> don't like Rob Schneider, so I Yeah, no, Rob Schneider the worst part about Rob Schneider movies is that Rob Schneider is in them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But well, like, and with body swapping movies, oh, sorry, go ahead and finish your thought. Oh, I was going to say this movie does it way better than that movie does cuz it's the hot chick is like extremely stereotypical in the way that they portray the teenage girls and like you know, all of that. She's like a cheerleader and mean and like her being in Rob Schneider's body is like like her wake up call to be nicer to people or whatever and it's like okay, whatever. This movie it's like it's different in that like she um you know, is trying to learn to be stronger through having a more physically strong body. It's weird, but I like I like that. It's like and she's not like you know, stereotypical mean girl who needs to be taken down a peg. It's like, you know, a girl who has extremely low self-esteem and is going through a really tough time, you know, using the the unfortunate event of her being in Vince Vaughn's body to, you know, become closer to her friends and her mom for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because at least something I personally, I related to this movie very much because there's a part where um, she's in the car in the serial killer's body and he's like, what's it like? And she's like, I feel strong. I feel good. I feel like I have a presence in a room. And especially, you know, being a young teenage girl, society hates those. Like, no one respects you. No one takes you seriously. Yeah. Not even your peers because it's just such an insecurity mm-hmm. bubble where no one feels good about themselves. And there's just this moment where you take up space and you don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's... I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a great exploration of power and how she can get it for herself. And I guess the serial killer chose to wear a leather jacket, which, you know. Mm-hmm. That was a very Buffy the Vampire Slayer outfit that he chose it to was. put on this body. And I was like, yep. holy shit, I love this. Yeah. I was so pissed because, like, I it took me years, years to cultivate my look. That serial killer was a teenage girl for all of five minutes and he nailed it. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he practices makeup in his free time. Because, yeah. You know what? His hideout was full of mannequins. So, like, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Leatherface had a nice little makeup face. So maybe that's just... Yeah, I mean, you've got to find some sort of hobby to take up when you're not killing people. It's not Friday the 13th every day. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you gotta videotape things. Or... Um... I don't know, sit in a lake. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, hang out in Uh, hell until someone dreams of you again. (laughs) But this movie, I also love it when, like, 
film horror films are conscious of the fashion choices they're making like mm-hmm. that you can tell when they want something to be an iconic look like in ready or not you could tell they wanted that dress to be iconic yeah. in this one you could tell they really wanted the serial killer teenage girl to be a look and they yeah. delivered mm-hmm. they did yeah um so i guess we could start kind of at the beginning so there's the mm-hmm. first scare which is a bunch of teenagers hanging out in one of the girls' parents' house where they're not supposed to be and, you know, drinking and being silly and the serial killer shows up and kills them all. Um, The girl's dad was, like, this art collector so he finds there's this, like, special dagger and the serial killer takes it with him um, but little does he know, it's a cursed dagger. So Mm -hmm. the... And then he encounters so, like, What's her name? Her name's, like, Millie, right? Yeah, Millie. Yeah. yeah. So Millie, like, stays home from school. Or not home. She, she stays after school waiting for her sister to come pick her up. And her sister's a cop. And she doesn't show up. And so she's just kind of, like, sitting there waiting for a really long time. And then it gets really dark. And then, you know, during the day at school, they all got, like, a notification on their phone saying that, like, the that's a bunch of kids were found like you know mutilated and stabbed to death in their homes uh or at least at the one girl's house and so everyone knows that the killer's on the loose again and so she's freaking out because she's there alone and then the killer shows up and chases her into the football field and stabs her in the shoulder with the knife and then like Later that night, they swap bodies, and then they both wake up in their their different bodies, I think. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think okay. so. Um, yeah. And then, like, before that, we do get to kind of see Millie go about her day. She's bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, She's the mascot the most... for the football yeah. team. Uh, there's a boy she has a crush on. She has two best friends. Um. The most, like, the part that I actually related to the most was her freaking teacher, who's an asshole. Yeah, her teacher, who's played by Cameron Fry from uh, (laughs) Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. So she takes a uh, woodworking class, and her teacher's, like, just such a jerk. Like, Yeah, he, he like, incessantly picks on her for no reason. Yeah, like, he yells Mm -hmm. at her for being late to class, and then, like... He, even though she was scheduled to present her project a week later, he's like, you should present it now. You should always be prepared. And, like, he just constantly picks on her, and he's really mean. Like, he Mm -hmm. knows that, so one of her backstory things is that her dad had died about a year ago. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I'm not gonna feel sorry for you just because of your dad. Like, you just want attention. I'm like, damn. You just know this man also coaches a sport. (laughs) Yeah. That's why he's here. Yeah, I had, yeah, like, honestly, I had some teachers, or more, it was more like the school staff, who were just, like, super mean for no reason. Yeah. Like, it takes a special Mm -hmm. kind of evil to bully a child when you're an adult. Yep. Yeah. And then, like, something happens later with him that's, like, really fucked up, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Yeah. But, like, so, you know... Her school life, she gets bullied by kids and bullied by adults. I was going to say her mom's an alcoholic. Um, and her sister... An overbearing. Is, yeah, and her sister's a cop. Too. 
Yeah, her sister's a workaholic <laughs> cop, and uh, we're, let's just say it, we all hated the sister. She's yeah, I did not jerk. like the sister very She's much. She's so mean to their mom, and like, at mm-hmm. one point she points a gun at a high schooler, and I'm like, yeah. okay, no. Which, like, like, I understand because apparently it looks like the the high schooler is an accomplice to a murder um but like she is unarmed and yeah, also her hands are young, up already <laughs> and she knows her and okay, and she also, wasn't accomplished she had no weapon yeah also yeah. the student was a black girl so like that yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> that Ooh, added another great. layer of yeah. fuck you lady <laughs> nah. yeah but yeah, yeah, that's her one of her two best friends who is the smart girl and They're, the gay kid. I hate yeah. to be that person, but that was essentially I their character. Yeah, the it was kinda... Nyla and oh what's the kid's It was Nyla, right? Nyla and then what was the other so. kid's name? I don't remember what his name was. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know, they, but his um... mom was Patty Lapone coded as fuck. <laughs> but they had uh some really like you know, they had fun with it, I would say. Like, um, these characters very much, like, lean into stereotypes. But, like, mm-hmm. the movie kind of knows that and plays with it. So, like, I thought it was mm-hmm. pretty funny. Um, okay, it's Nyla and Josh. Okay, okay Josh. Yeah. Yeah, like, they were they were stereotypes, but they were well-meaning. Like, they weren't putting down gay kids or anything he was like yeah. a good friend he was fun i enjoyed yeah, him. i really liked the three characters friendship like it felt like a a real friendship like they tell each other like oh i love you and like i'm like oh i do that with my friends and you never get to see that in movies yeah yeah although um i know i'm also playing into stereotypes when he was like who likes wicked and i'm like sir <laughs> excuse me <laughs> sir I've yeah. never heard any gay no one person that's say stereotypically that. gay is gonna say wicked is bad, but you know what? Sometimes maybe that's uh you know an opinion that some gay person has. Not me though. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they picked a Not worse musical to hate though. Couldn't yeah. they? Because like wicked's legit good. Could just pick yeah. Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Or, it's, it's, it's yeah. gonna say Dear Evan Hansen or or even like know, cats or something. Fucking cats. Yeah. Pick cats. <laughs> Cats is such an easier target. Yeah. Anyway, but the I I did appreciate that they tried to get away from that stereotype, so I, I can appreciate it even if I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. There were there were like so many fun little references in this movie, and I'm looking at the um IMDb page. Just like Millie's last name is Kessler, and that's a reference to American Werewolf in London. There's like oh. even in the beginning of the movie, like a lot of the kills, like in the house before he steals the uh, the dagger, are like references to like Halloween and like Friday the Thirteenth. And mm-hmm. I the the one that gets me though is like when he like stabs a like a girl through the chest and she's like hanging from the wall and then it cuts to him tilting his head it's like that's michael myers <laughs> yes that's a yeah, michael this film myers is not afraid to openly be a reference like i i've it's like the the other film this guy did um it's groundhog day with serial killers yeah and i'm okay with like it's it knows what it's about and it accomplishes its goals in as sincere a way as you kind of can in these scenarios while still having fun it's just a good time it's a very yeah. fun time well, i like lo- i love horror- this Sorry, go ahead. Story and characters are like still well written, so like Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's Mm -hmm. like kind of jokey and referency, it still feels really genuine. I I do really like this kind of um, 
like taking comedies and then like the concept of a comedy and then adding serial killers in because <laughs> it's just like yeah. so much fun. It's great. It really yes, because like before it was take Groundhog Day and like fucking Friday the 13th and now it's Freaky Friday and Friday the 13th and it's just mm-hmm. it works. I, it's so much fun and they do what they can with the concept without being mean-spirited towards teenage girls which is rare. I kind of... Mm-hmm. So now that I'm thinking about it, I want them to do more and like, so what movies would you like to, like what like rom-coms or like just straight up comedies would you like to see turned into horror comedies? Ooh, um, it would be fun to see, like, a, my first thought was, like, a Forrest Gump, but with a person who, like, <laughs> fucking things up throughout history. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. The anti-Forrest Gump, please have Tom Hanks play him, too. Oh That's my gosh. really fucking funny. Um, I was thinking, like, when Harry met Sally, only they're both serial killers. I'm going to need to think about. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> Uh, pro- well, no, that's just Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Um, <laughs> what the f- I'm gonna need- I'm gonna come up with something by the end. Uh, I'll tell you that. Um, uh, I was trying to think of, like, a version of the parent trap. Oh my gosh, that would but be so much fun. It's yeah, it's like a- trap. What if it's, like, the tw- twins from The Shining? Yeah! Uh, they, like, are finally so- reunited and, like, unlock their evil- <laughs> That's amazing. That's I love really that. good. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't normally like Vince Vaughn, but I really enjoyed him in this film. He was yeah, so he did. Good. He did a really good job playing a teenage girl, and I feel like a lot of times when men try to play teenage girls, it comes off really like kind of sexist and stereotypical, and I feel like he kind of nailed it in that. He still felt like a normal girl and just trapped in Vince Vaughn's body. <laughs> yeah. Him and Jack like, Black um are really good at this. Yeah. Right? Jack Black yeah. did a really good job in uh the Jumanji movies too. Yeah. And I like how like his physical performance, like he kind of trips on stuff and is awkward, but it's not like over the top, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It's just like Like, oh I'm subtle. such a klutz. It's like it's like, oh my god, I'm not used to being this fucking yeah, tall and this like, strong. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, what the heck? Like, I'm so big. Like, her, she's like, why are my hands so huge? And, like, it's just it's just really fun. Well, and it's interesting because it, it kind of ref- reflects how people move through life in such an interesting contrast. Because, like, you know, when you're a smaller person, you tend to make yourself smaller as a survival mechanism and then when you're you know a big tall person you don't have to do that at least i would assume this particular person doesn't have to do that as he is a murderer so he doesn't probably think about that and like Mm -hmm. everywhere like you know um when she's in his body she has to like really hide because she stands out like so much versus like the serial killer takes advantage of being in a teenage girl's body because he's like wait like, I can get away with anything. Like, he walks right by the police, and they're like, hello, ma'am. And he's like, wait, what? Like, I can just, mm-hmm. I can get away and with then, so like, much. And then, like, when he starts, like, because they, like, at one point find him walking around and, like, grab him because he's been murdering people and, like, tie him down and, like, bring him to Josh's house. And then, um... <laughs> They also it's so funny up- watching a young woman pretend to be a y- old man 
pretending to be, be a young woman. <laughs> woman. <laughs> yeah, it's like they they pick up like Millie's crush at one point because like he gets knocked out because I think she was trying to kill him. Um, and then he like wakes up and she's like, "Booker." <laughs> it was really kind of funny. Oh, and during during like because like people start getting murdered at the school um because the serial killer is like walking around like you know murdering people and he he kills like the popular girl by like pushing her in a cryo chamber that's in their school's like locker room yeah i didn't understand that i guess it's like supposed to be for the athletes but i don't understand i'm not a sport person yeah i don't sport i so I don't know. I don't Literally know when that happened, I had no idea what that is. For that. <laughs> I still don't know what that is. Like I kind of do, but not it's, enough to It's supposed care. to like help you relax your muscles after a workout or something. I don't know. Um but like Anyway, yeah, they murder the, the so that she one, pushes the popular girl. Well, he yeah. in her um it's going to be difficult. I don't quite They make they the make killer. a joke about this. The kill the killer um they're like it's he because he's trapped in uh, her body it's not technically her yes. it's another person yes. who uses pronouns and they're like he use your use the correct pronouns <laughs> they say yes. that in the movie and i was like that's funny <laughs> mm-hmm. um but then at another point like he attacks the the shop teacher and because, like, he's in a smaller body, you know, like, he doesn't get away with, like, attacking a grown man very well. And the teacher, thinking that it's still Millie, just, like, totally beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, it's like, that's mm-hmm. what you get, little girl. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And then he, like, stabs a screwdriver into his neck, which is good. Thank you. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but oh my like, God. but, like, the fact that he, the teacher is just, like, willing to totally beat the shit out of a student despite the fact that, like, you know, you know, it's, like, yes. Literally like, every teacher is told in a physical confrontation with a child, de-escalate. Yeah. That was yeah. not de-escalation. Yeah, no, that was that was him beating the shit out of who he thought was a child. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He got what he deserved, thank God, and then... Um, yeah, he got sawed in half by um, the yeah, killer. Did we ever learn his name? Who? The killer's name? The killer. No, we no, didn't. I, I think he's just like the killer. Butcher. He's, he, he's the Blissfield <laughs> he Butcher. He just snapped. Yeah, the Butcher. Yeah. There we go. So it's fun that like, the scene where she goes to try to find her friends was like cracking me up. Because oh, the friends are so kind of badass. Like, they're just, like, mm-hmm. She chases them into the school kitchen and they're, like, trying to beat her up with anything, like, a pan of tater tots. And she just, like, looks at him and she's, like, really? And, um... <laughs> Real and mature, then, guys. And then she, like, starts doing, like, the little cheer she does in the mascot outfit. And they're, they're like... Which... which what? I think <laughs> is a reference to Tom Hanks in Big when he's trying to convince his old high school friend that, hey, I'm still me. And then he does, like, the shimmy shimmy cocoa pop, which is their... Thing and then she does like the secret handshake with her friends and they go yeah. oh my god oh my god and then I love the you. scene of them freaking out and them all going I I know right this is so fucked up yeah <laughs> it's so funny 
funny. And it was like, really cute. Her poor friends, because I would be the exact same way. I'd be so freaked out. And like, she's trying to explain and they just keep hitting and attacking her. Yeah. But like, she's so big that all the stuff they're hitting her with just like bounces off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so funny. And well, then- it's really fun to see like these tiny kids like clinging to Vince Vaughn as he's like, y'all, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> his cute. acting in this movie is superb as Millie, and she's just the poor girl is trying so hard, and she's mm-hmm. doing. That's how you de-escalate. She knows how to de-escalate a conflict. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's like. Hey, we're finding common ground right now. I'm not gonna beat you up. Oh, the other really funny thing is like she goes into like the men's restroom because she like has to go to the bathroom and like she's hiding in there and then like one of the kids that like bullies her just like comes in and starts like slamming on the doors like you know, get the fuck out of there, loser or whatever, and like he doesn't know who's like actually in there and then like when she stands up off the toilet <laughs> And you can see Vince Vaughn's head over the door. <laughs> and, and then she's threatening she him like, in the most, like, She, like, timid picks this way. guy up and, like, you better stop, like, bullying Millie or else. And then this kid just, like, pisses himself. <laughs> it's so she's like, like, oh, my, oh my God, God, did you piss yourself? He's like, yes! <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I feel like the director must have talked to, like, a teenage girl and asked, like, if you if you could, like, have immense strength and size, what would you do for a if day? If you were over like, six and a half piss, piss <laughs> If you were over <laughs> six and a half feet tall with immense strength, what would you do? <laughs> six yeah, it is a tall power. and super strong. <laughs> like, the closest thing I can compare it to, actually, is when I worked at the haunted house, and I would be in my monster makeup, and I could, like, pop around a corner and scream, and, mm-hmm. like, Making a grown man scream is the greatest feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt so good. I love Vince Vaughn's uh, scream in this movie. Yes. Millie's scream is so great. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they did the thing, because I've heard they've done this in other productions, where like the actress who plays Millie would act out a scene, and then Vince Vaughn would watch and kind of like take inspiration oh, and yeah, then like, they did that. They swap where Vince Vaughn would do a scene and then the actress would take inspiration and they like swap I think that mm-hmm. would be cool they uh, it probably depends on how much time they have th- didn't they do that with like the last Harry Potter movie it was like Bellatrix and Hermione and it was like um yeah they like oh, yeah. I, I can't remember what Emma Watson I, would act it, and yeah. Helena Bonham Carter would kind yeah, of yeah. Helena Bonham Carter would like watch and then like do do like pretend to be. So it was Bellatrix pretending to be Hermione, pretending to be Bellatrix. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, that that kind of stuff is like always super fun because because it's like how would a character react in the body of another character so you kind of have to play two characters Mm -hmm. and that's just really interesting to me oh my god what was it there's a point where um the killer he goes to a party as millie and a guy's like hitting on her and he like leans in super close and the camera does that thing where it like goes in on her on his lips and he's like uh I my pussy is so dry. (laughs) This pussy has never been drier or something. (laughs) And that was it, and it just killed me. It was was so funny. funny. And then like, but like also like 
if I could get away with telling someone that if they were hitting on me, I would. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like that kid and all of his friends like corner the killer in Millie's body at one point, and then he just kind of like like beats the shit and murders a couple of them at least. I think one of them gets away. I think, no, I think he ends up murdering. I all think of he them. murders them all. I thought he does. Okay. Yeah, I, I might yeah, be like blinking a, a little bit. But it's they, implied like, he's gonna he's gonna get you know attacked, assaulted. Yeah. yeah. So these um, kids definitely deserved it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Don't cry. Like I get this guy's a killer. Um. But goddamn, a lot of his kills felt real good to watch. It was so. I, I was yeah. like, is this kind of a silent guardian for Millie? Interesting. A little bit. Um, Even in the end when they switch back and he like tracks her down back when he's back in his body, he almost gives her like a, it, it a pep starts talk? out like it's gonna be a pep talk, but then it's not, but it also yeah. is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel um, like what makes these kills feel super compelling is because- what you're watching is people reacting to not the killer himself, but like a perceived veneer of just a girl who is getting constantly harassed and bullied. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, they, what they're doing, they don't know that they're doing it to like a murderer. They're doing that to a very vulnerable person. So, like, it feels good to watch him murder them because, like, that's, you know, their intentions are to hurt someone who is innocent, basically, even if it's not technically someone who is innocent. Yeah. yeah. And I think also it's don't underestimate anyone, really, especially yeah. not a teenage girl. Yeah, because, yeah. like, even if she's, like, even if in her body he's not, like, as strong as he usually is, he still finds, like, innovative ways to kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like, you know, he still mm-hmm. is able to kill, like, those three guys because mm-hmm. he's just smart about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think we kind of totally glossed over this, but I want to go back and talk about the scene where they go into, uh, like, the department store and oh, they hide yeah. Millie in the changing room and she has that heart-to-heart oh, with her yeah. mom and her mom is like, you know, you're a great guy. Um, Do you want to go get coffee or dinner or something? And he... And, you know, she's, like, in a man's body, and <laughs> there were like two moments talking to her mom. In... <laughs> she's there were like, two oh, moments God, in this ew, film no. <laughs> that were the most cringy to me. This was number one. Number cause... two is <laughs> uh, the scene where Booker is, is talking to Millie, and Millie is still in Vince Vaughn's body, <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, like there she's explaining to to booker like i dropped that poetry in your locker and i felt really embarrassed about it yeah that's like how um and he's like for context um booker is her crush and he ends up tagging along and like the way that she convinces him that she's millie and not the serial killer is she recites this whole poem this poem and he's like, oh my gosh, like, somebody dropped You're that my poem secret in my admirer. locker. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
And so I also um, really liked Booker in this this movie because he, he sits so by sweet. her in shop and like he called the teacher a dick pretty much to his face after he was like bullying Millie a little bit under yeah. his breath so he could kind of avoid it but just enough so that Millie heard it and I just mm-hmm. I, I thought the teenage relationship was so cute and they normally yeah. aren't in these kinds of movies it was very yeah. sweet even but their, like yeah. the, the scenes like, with Vince Vaughn really worked and yeah. she and him had such great moments but then. Yeah, so, like, they, um, (laughs) they, like, he goes, like, is it really weird that I want to kiss you even though you're in that body? And she's, like, um, a little bit. (laughs) And then he kisses her for, like, a second. And then he's, like, let's stop because this is weird. I'm in the body of a a middle-aged man and you're a teenager. (laughs) And my hands are really big. I hate this. (laughs) That is too much for me. I'm, like... It's implied this killer does not take good hygienic care of himself as well. Like he wakes up in a drug den. Yeah. Yeah, I Um, was like, you know, like, I think it would have been funny if they had, like, tried to Like, started to, and and then then she was like, wait, no. (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, backed off last minute. But, like, actually seeing that happen, I'm like, uh, I don't really want to see a teenage boy kiss a grown man. That's kind of weird. Yeah, Yeah, the age difference is the thing that's just the weirdest. Even if technically it is a teenage girl trapped in Vince Vaughn's body, it's still a little awkward. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like Mama, uh, I almost called it Mama Mia. Why did I call it that? Like, <laughs> Mama, um, Mi- Mama Mia was serial killers. <laughs> that's, like- that's the movie I want to see happen. Yes. Uh, um, I feel like a Freaky Friday handled it a little bit better. Yeah, like, where whole, it's like, like, love interest thing. And honestly, okay, I'm just going to go on a tangent. Freaky Friday is like, <laughs> I love that movie. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely blame it for my obsession with MILFs. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis is super hot in that movie. And mm-hmm. like when the boy is all into her, like it's they like, I don't understand why I have a crush on your mom. <laughs> yeah, they definitely acknowledge how weird it is, but also I have never related so much to a character. I'm like, yeah, same dude. Yeah. He's just it like Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Mom. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, uh, like, it's so weird because I think they have great chemistry, mm-hmm. but the kiss kind of takes it to a level that I don't think it needed to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you can, you can see that, like, without the kiss, like, you can, you can see that, like, it's a, it's a girl in a man's body with a crush on a boy. And, you know, that's all you really need for that. You don't have to have. Vince Vaughn kissing a teenager. <laughs> yeah. And, like, um, their conversation... I feel like their conversation before that was already, like, so good. Like, he tells her, like, yeah, I think you're really brave. And, like, I always admired you. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just really sweet. And they have a nice little heart-to-heart. And, and yeah. I think it would have been, like, cuter if their first kiss was, like, at the very end. Which they did yeah. also kiss at the end. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, this does prove that boy is damn loyal. He's a keeper. That is true. He's not, like, deterred by the fact that, you know, her body changed at all. She, he, like, really likes her for who she is, and that's nice. Um, That's nice. But, like, (laughs) I'm not big into Vince Vaughn kissing a teenage boy. That's just just all that it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's, it's that image, and it's just like, "Mm." 
Yeah. No, because I'm pretty yeah. sure that actor's probably in his 20s, but yeah, in probably. the narrative, that's a teenager and he looks super young, so it's just kind yeah. of uncomfortable. Yeah. Little uncomfy. It's like whenever I see Tom Holland and I'm like, someone get that toddler a wheelchair. Despite the fact that Tom Holland is <laughs> like, a chair. what, a year older than us? couple of years yes, older I don't us. know. Every time I see him, I just, like, I feel paternal. I'm like, is he okay? Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> Same with Zendaya. It's like, I I don't, like, because, I don't know, there's something Hollywood about when you get adults to of play age. teenagers. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, and then it's so weird because once you hit 40, which should be like, you know, prime, that's a sexy person age. Uh-huh. They're like um, they're relegated to playing mothers and stuff, and I yeah. just I think it's so weird how you're a teenager until you're a mother, and right? I don't think that's how it should be. Yeah, it's yeah, it is really weird. Yeah, um, where's that middle ground where I get to play a, a serial killer? Right. Let Hannah play a serial killer right now. Yes. <laughs> Let me play a serial killer, please. Please. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Actually, what speaking else? of, like, killing and stuff, the kills in this movie were really good. It was, like, really yeah. violent. Surprisingly yeah. violent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they saw the shop teacher in half. I mean, yeah. like, his, well, that- his, like, neck starts spurting blood because of the screwdriver in his neck. Yeah. And then, like, the cryo-freezing the be- where she falls over. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that scene oh. at the beginning where he, like, stabs one of the boys with a wine bottle and it, like, goes, the shards of it yeah. go, like, through his neck. It, like, oh, so, like, they yeah. zoom in on it, and you can see, like, his neck stretching out as the whole wine bottle goes down into his neck, and then he smashes it in the middle of his neck, and that was, uh, damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had a lot Ooh. of fun times with these effects. A lot of fun mm-hmm. times with these effects. Yeah, that's a sentence. Yes. Yes. I stand by that sentence. I stand by that sentence. And I'm pretty sure, like... I kind of wish we had gotten to see this scene where he, like, takes on all the teenage boys. Because I'm pretty sure he chainsawed off at least somebody's dick. Yeah. yeah. He, he, like, grabs that chainsaw and just, like, starts running after one of them. And I was like, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Also, the look of the leather jacket while, um covered in blood is yes. fan-fucking-tastic. It just completes so the good. ensemble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this movie a lot. <laughs> there was one scene, though, that kind of, I was like, did, did we need this? This is a plot point from Glee, where, like, one of the jocks, uh, the uh, Josh is looking for um, the serial killer, and one of the drunk jocks is like, oh, I know where Millie is, and then he takes Josh out back and kisses him and then calls him a slur when Josh pushes him away. And I was like, did we really need this yeah, cliche? We didn't need and then that. he immediately gets, the, the homophobic jock gets, like, immediately stabbed through the which wall by the serial killer, which is good and karmatic, but, like, I feel like I've seen that trope in, like, so many things. Like, the fact that it was used in Glee yeah, is not a like, good sign. The the homophobic person who's secretly gay, not not a great trope. <laughs> well, and the jock, too. Like, it was yeah. literally the Letterman jacket. It was all those things. But then it was so quick and over with that I was like, I'm not going to hold this against the movie. Yeah. Because uh, at least it's very anti-homophobia. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Definitely not for it. 
Oh yeah. my god, there was a scene where uh, the killer in Millie's body is tied up in Josh's house, and Josh's mom comes home. Oh, my oh god. yes, that scene and he's is like, so we're role playing. <laughs> he's like, and, the I, mom and his mom's like, like, isn't that a sexual thing? He's like, he's like um, yes. yes, I was gonna tell you, mom, but I'm straight. <laughs> and I was like, Josh, you are you not said- straight. <laughs> I, it would have been easier if you said bisexual, because then, like, you could still get away with it a little bit. Yeah, but, like, yeah the mom, like, doesn't believe him for a second. Th- She's like, no, yeah, you're not. <laughs> there are many, you know, there are many things you are, but straight is not one of them, is what she says to him. And I was like, damn. <laughs> she knows yeah. her son. Very funny. Also... I just love the scene of Josh and his mom running away from the serial killer in the house. It's just a very unhinged energy, and it, it's everyone's having fun. I'm having fun. The actors are having fun. It's just fun. Characters aren't having fun, but that's that's their fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Whoa. Anyway, yes. Yeah. How the conflict is resolved is. So, uh, so there's a thing that happens at the end. Well, dur- at the beginning, uh, she's like wait late for class, and then Booker tells her like, you know, you should set your uh clock five minutes fast. That way, you're not late. And so, like, at one point, he like gives her his watch, and you know, like it's supposed to count down to midnight, and um, they, you know. You know, at midnight, if they don't switch back bodies, then they have to stay in the same bodies forever. Um, and so they, like, track her down, and then the alarm goes off at midnight. Um, but then you realize, oh, hey, his watch is five minutes fast because the midnight bell didn't ring uh, for the rest of the town. And so, like, they're like, no, it didn't happen. And then, you know, they're like, oh, wait. <laughs> and then they... Uh, stab the killer and they switch bodies and yay <laughs> and then um, the one and only time the cop is the cops are useful is when they they shoot the killer yeah, after they of course they bodies. show up like they show up at exactly the the time yeah um, and then like and then like they <laughs> like Vince Vaughn is like in his body again and like he turns around, sees the cops, and then everyone goes, "Shoot that motherfucker!" <laughs> and they just like start like shooting him, and then like he's not dead because he like they like put him in an ambulance. His heart is slowing down or whatever. But then like he gets up and he's fine, and then he tracks down Millie at the end, and then like they have this like little inspiration speech from him, and then like you know, but he's mean about it. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I know what it's like to be inside your head. You feel so weak and so puny all the time. And all your anxiety. And I thought mm -hmm. thought it was cool that, like, the anxiety transferred over when they switched bodies because, like, that is a chemical thing. That's interesting to me um, that they did that. Um, (laughs) And then... Then Millie's like, I learned something when I was in your body, too. And then kicks him in the nuts. And she's like, having balls sucks. (laughs) Yes. That was so good. Yep. And then... Oh, man. And then, like, she stabs him in the back with, like, a stake, right? And then, like, kicks it through him and he dies. That's so good. So very good. good. Well, and then I think um, the mom is like, you can go to college now. 
Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. You're ready. Yeah. Yeah. She like bonds with her mom and there's some sweet stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked the mom. Like they made her super sympathetic cuz you know, yeah. some I feel like the alcoholic parents always just get portrayed as like angry assholes. But it's like for the and mom well, it's like Yeah. Yeah, it's like she's super sweet and really loves her daughter and wants to spend time with her, but you know, she just also has this problem that's kind of keeping them apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um so it's good. Yeah. Good movie. It was. Good movie. It's very good. I, I had a good um, time. Yes. Yeah. I do want to give a shout out to um oh, I hope I don't mispronounce this. Gil Reyna, I think is how you say that, on Twitter for suggesting this. So um we had put a tweet out asking for suggestions. Uh, we got some really good suggestions. I think we're actually going to end up watching a lot of these. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But this was the one that we picked for Halloween month because this this movie yeah. just felt right for for Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> like fun and funky, and you know, it kind of takes place during school time, which is right now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There was like a Halloween mini golf course. Yeah, that was like Uh, where they're like tracking down the killer. It was so spooky. It was ooky so bad. Yes. Yeah, it would be so much fun to play haunted mini golf. Yes. (sighs) It was very good. Well. Yeah, we we, there was so many little details and fun scenes and set pieces that we we can't cover because we'd have to do like a beat by beat by beat. Because, like, every second of this film, there's, like, some creative idea, either from the production design or from the actors or from the directing. Like, there's a slow motion um, scene of the killer walking into school as, like, Millie in the leather jacket. And he's going in slow motion to, like, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. And then it, like, transitions into this punk rock song. And it's, like so perfectly filmed i just really want this director to make a musical a horror I'm, musical specifically i'm yes. like so i i'm like a sucker for like empowered girl walking through school with like an lynn like she's transformed in some way i love that trope a lot <laughs> for some the reason. camera zooms out and jennifer from jennifer's body is like right mm. next to her <laughs> Jennifer from Jennifer's Body, and then Ginger from Ginger Snaps is there, too, because that happens in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. They form a gang. They, a girl gang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you. To I actually do want someone to draw that. That would look so cool. Oh, my goodness. So I cool. might have to. I'll, I will put it on the list of things that I will think about drawing. I'll commission you. You know what? Ooh, okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> I will say I'm glad I have short hair now because I feel like a drawing of mil- like the leather jacket clad serial killer would kind of look like me from a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, kind of same. I mean that that is very much your style. So like Bitch I stole my look. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but uh, yes yeah so um thank you to all oh they do listeners. that in the craft too sorry i, I just oh my gosh you guys <laughs>
I'm trying to wrap us up here. <laughs> Sorry, I just remember they did the the cool girls walking down the hallway in the craft too. <laughs> I love y'all. Sorry. It's a big okay. Uh, thank you to all our listeners, and thank you, Anna and Marty. Um, uh, it's almost Halloween, y'all. Just live it up. Go watch Freaky, and celebrate. Live it up. Um, yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. We're also on Patreon where you can access all sorts of nice bonus content and um, fun things like that. All of the money helps us keep our show running, so we definitely appreciate your support. Special mm-hmm. shout out to Jenna and Miyoko for being some of our higher tier donors. And uh, I think that's it. Um, yeah, um, one more thing, though. Um, I'm fixing to launch a few fun earring things on Etsy, so oh, keep yeah. a look out for those. Yeah, uh, I'll oh, yeah. Uh, post links to it in the show notes when that's when that's launched. But they're really cool. Mm-hmm. They're like spooky, like coffins and knives and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, fun and, like, earrings and charms. So yeah. cool. Um, I will post... Well, uh, well, as of recording, I will probably be working tomorrow to get all of that up on Etsy soon. So, keep an eye out. (laughs) May your nightmares be plentiful. Mm -hmm.